Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to listen to the best music podcast ever? ever. Available on six platforms: Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Store, Spotify, and more. You're listening to the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast with James Cox and Blake Mosley. Everybody, welcome to Windward Sale Music Speaks. I am your professional handicapped host, and I know my voice sounds like Scooter from the Muppets, but that's relatively your opinion. I'm James Cox, and on the very, very dark side of the moon, right now where the astronauts are landing, is you can hardly hear, you can hardly hear his voice, but it's it's a co-host who is the loudest guy in the room only. When he plays the drums with famous people. The podcast internet sensation and quite possibly the sexiest voice over the internet. My friend yours, Brosley. What's going on, man? Yo. Hey, man. Uh, do, can you hear me? Do yeah. I sound okay? Yes, sir. Perfect. Um, it's, uh, it's very hot today. Um, I still made the choice to get a cup of coffee for some reason. Um, just because I, I like to have something to drink whenever I'm... Um, when you're Whenever you're on the moon, right? And when I'm on the moon, yeah. You know, yeah. I got I got fed up with the world and the state of Man, disarray that it's I in, and I said, you know what? And I hopped aboard on the. Uh, no one know no one knew about it, but I yeah. hopped, I hopped a uh, hit, I hitched a ride on the the shuttle, and. Uh, well, I wish you would tell me. I would love to come with you, man. It's <laughs> pretty rough down here, you know. So I'm Dude, glad you're up there. It is crazy. Yeah, um, too crazy. These are crazy times, man. Too but, crazy. You know, yeah, I heard something today that's you know some good news, and this doesn't get shared a lot. Um, all you ever see is the bad. Of course, but uh, you know there there's protests and riots that are taking place all over the world now um, as a result of uh, the the murder of George Floyd. But uh, you know there's it started in, we had some in Colombia. Um, it's made its way to Sumter now. There's protests. Mm-hmm. I don't think it, it hasn't turned to riots or right. anything. Right. Um, big, there are protests time. and yeah. Um, but you know, I read something today and I didn't read the full article, but there's, uh, there's police officers that are actually passing out bottles of water to people that are <laughs> protesting and, yeah. uh, talking to them and, uh, just, uh, it, it's, it's been, it's been way more peaceful here than it has at a lot of other places. So, yeah, hmm. but that's good. You know, it's always, yeah, you always hear the best of and you know, I, 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 I wish there was a um there was a, like a news news um channel like a like, like a filter no like like uh, remember watching the Anchorman two where where yeah. they made up their own channel where they, it's news that you um need to hear not no it's it's news that you want to hear not need to hear or something like that and they yeah. and, and they yeah. only did good stuff yeah I wish something like that would come out you know because or uh. Some good news. Do you remember some good news? That yes. Was, uh, John, John Krasinski. Thing? Yeah. 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 That was cool, man. I yeah. think he sold it, though, to like NBC. What? No, <laughs> dude. 
So uh, I don't know. It, there was there's something special about John Krasinski just doing it himself, but right. apparently he sold it to NBC. But so was he anyway. going to be on? To, so, so was he going to still do it, or did he give it like I like know. everything? I think that was part of the appeal and the charm of that is yeah, having John Krasinski. Everybody on. loves The Office. I mean, you can't go right. wrong with Jim, you know. Yeah. Jim and everybody Bryce loves and, yeah. John Krasinski too. You know, he's excuse me, he's a great actor. Yeah. And, um, and he's married to and I and I think he's married to Emily Blunt, isn't he? I think so. Yeah. yeah. And everybody and gets on him about uh, how do he and everybody gets on him like how did you get that? I'm like he's like man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, but, you know, he um he very well may end up being our uh, Mr. Fantastic. Right. Oh wow, nice. I know he's been in talks with Marvel about a about a role. Yeah. In an upcoming Marvel film. And people want him to be Mr. Fantastic so bad, and I hope that he is. I think he would make a great Mr. Fantastic. I I heard something. I also heard something that uh, Chris uh, Chris um I I think it's Chris Evans, the guy who played Captain America. I think yeah, he's really? I I think he's wanting to come back to as a play as replay Human Torch, but I don't know. Really? Yeah. That'd be awesome. I don't, yeah, but I don't know if that works because cause it's been like 10, 12 years since he's played Captain America yeah. and everybody knows him as Captain America. Right. So I don't, yeah. People I, always no. forget about the first uh, Fantastic Four movie that he was in. But, yeah, I mean, the second one was a little bit better, but, and I haven't watched the remake of it. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't think I've stayed away from that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I took your advice. I took your advice. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, what are we talking about today? Oh man, so we had a discussion to talk about um, celebrities or uh, musical artists that have um, <clears throat> gotten they've gotten famous through social media, through the internet, and uh, things like YouTube or you know MySpace and things like that. It's the the day and age that we live in. We talked about it briefly with Philip Rowe, um, which is a great interview. Please go check that out. Um, but uh, you know, the, the music industry has changed a lot within the last few years, even thanks to the Internet. And it's easier to get discovered now. Um, you can upload a song to YouTube and by the end of the day, it may have five million hits. You just right. don't know. That's just that's the, the beauty of the Internet right now. Yeah. And uh, and so we wanted to talk about some artists that maybe you didn't know had uh, success through right. um, YouTube or any of the, you know, SoundCloud, uh, MySpace even, you know, I've got some, a few that was on MySpace that got real big. Right. And, uh, I don't know if you have any notes, but I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, mention a thing that's not in your outlines and I should have already thought this by now, but, uh, um, I, it's one of my favorite rappers of all time. He's in everything, yep. you know, uh, pop music and everything. Uh, Post Malone got to start on SoundCloud, you know? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. There's tons, of, especially with hip hop. There's tons of, of these rappers that are getting big from SoundCloud. It's been a it's been a huge market for them. So right, really exciting. Right. And uh, I thought it was funny because because uh, on one of the um, uh, the night shows or something, one of the night nightly shows, uh, Post Malone told everybody how he got his name. And do you know how he got his name? How I've never I've never heard. You of never that. heard? Okay, so. Back in the day, back in the old times, I can say that because I'm 40 years old, right? Uh, yeah. uh, there was uh, rap generators, rap name generators, and he just 
click on direct generator and it says post Malone and he's like, that's it. Done. Oh man. I'm good to go. <laughs> that so, is so awesome. So one little click um, of the button changed his life like dramatically yeah. forever. And, and for, for, for a great, uh, you know, great thing to do. Cause he is, man, he's just killing it right now, you know? Yeah. So man, that's awesome. Yeah. That is so great. Cause I, I've used those before, you know, you right. do it just for fun. Yeah. And, uh, in fact, one time, um, one time, uh, there was a, there was a, a brief period in time where I was really into CrossFit okay. and I used to do competitions with a friend of mine. And, uh, one of the competitions that we did, you had to have a name for your team. Right. And we just could not think of anything. And I said, you know what? I wonder if there's like a CrossFit team name generator and sure enough there was there was oh no and uh, <laughs> yeah oh, nice. so we ended up um we ended up going with the name oh, what was the name the mcthrustersons that was the name of, <laughs> our, of our crossfit team <laughs> the mcthrustersons yeah. uh, mcthrustersons nice. yeah yeah <laughs> nice. um I, I have uh, you heard of um post malone's good song song that called goodbyes um, no, I, I don't think I've heard that. One. Oh my god, dude! I need to send it to you right now. Uh, that song is so amazing, and everybody on this planet Earth should listen to that song at least one time. Um, yeah. And if you're a um, if you're in a Data Remember fan, um, there's a song that they have called "If It Means a Lot to You," mm-hmm. and someone mashed up "If It Means a Lot to You" and Post Malone's "Better Now." Oh and, no! Oh, dude, awesome. so good. That's it amazing. is so good. I wish it was an actual track that you could download because it blend, it blends together so well. Mm. I didn't believe it would. I guess and, that's uh, on YouTube right now, right? Like, oh, I don't think that'll work. And then I listened to it. I was like, oh, my God, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's on YouTube. Yeah, oh, okay. it's on YouTube. You can check it out. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, um, Our first band of success from, uh, well, oh, well, since we're talking about YouTube, why not start with the five seconds right. of summer, right? So Yeah. I think it's a, it's a YouTube success story. Uh, these young Australians stole the hearts and of all the ladies, of course, with their broad hair and accent. I just love meeting people with accents, you know, from another country. Um, but, oh, you know, there's something man. about it, you know. And a lot yeah, of people saying that I have accents, but I'm like, I don't know. No, I don't have anything. You know, just yeah, boring. and I just sound like a hick. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, although their music was all over the internet, their following did have a big help when it came to, the, to push their fame. Lewis Tomlinson, of, a member of One Direction, tweeted about the band with the link of to one of their songs on YouTube. Tomlinson said, lucky for them, One Direction was such a big, huge success and gained millions and millions of fans. There was no doubt that a tweet as simple as that from one of their members would help launch the career of Five Seconds of Summer. That's so crazy. That is so, what, what I'm saying. It is amazing what social media can do for a, for a musical act. Right. You know? And I'm so glad that One Direction decided to help him out because, you know, of course we all need help yeah. from, you know, we all need to uh, just get things going, you know, get things started. And sure. I, and I, you know, I highly uh, commend uh, Lewis from One Direction to tweet sure. about Five Seconds of Summer, you know. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Five Seconds of Summer often shortened to 5SOS, 
Alright, now Australian pop rock band mm -hmm. from Sydney, New South Wales. Wow, oh, all the way over there, huh? Okay. Formed in 2011, the group consists of lead vocalist and rhythm guitarist uh, Luke, Luke, Luke Hemmings, lead guitarist Michael Crawford, bassist Kaloum Hood, and the drummer Ashton Irwin. Originally beginning their career as YouTube celebrities, they rose internationally fame when while touring with the English Irish boy band One Direction. Okay. So I guess I guess that was their first ever that's big big tour, man. That's a good job for yeah. them. Oh they take uh take me home tour, okay. Uh they have since released four studio albums, then we'll get to that in a minute. And Hayline yeah. Five arena tours tour worldwide. Crazy, so, man. Like I said, the the band consists of five, no, four members. I'm sorry. Uh, Luke Hemmings, which is the lead, lead vocalist. Michael Clifford, which is the lead guitarist. Caleb Hood, bass guitar. And Ashton Irwin, uh, drums, vocals, percussion, and then keyboard. Everything to do with other, other instruments. Nice. So they had four... Uh, albums to date, um, which is, the first one came out in 2014, Five Seconds of Summer. Yeah. Uh, second one came out in 2015, it's Sounds Good, Feels Good. And that's true, you know, if, if music sounds good, then it feels good too, you know? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Uh, Young Blood, which is the third one, came out in 2018, and Calm, which came out in 2020. So they just released a brand new spanking record. Yeah. And some Brand notable songs that are that are um, kicking up the charts or have kicked up the charts because she looks so perfect. Jet Black Heart, Young Blood, No Shame, and Old Me. Right. Yeah, I'm not as familiar with Five Seconds of Summer. Um, I know they were uh, they were a big pop or are still a big pop. Still, yeah. Um, yeah. However. You know, they, they play a lot of instruments, and I think they incorporate some pop-punk elements in there as well, at least from what I've heard. I'm not as familiar with them. There was one song that I remember hearing a few times on the radio, and I didn't realize it was them. I can't remember the name of it, um, but, you know, it wasn't bad. It was pretty catchy. So right, yeah. I'll, it, uh, matter of fact, it might, be, it, it might probably be those, the, one of those songs that I just listened for you, you know? Right, so, yeah. Who knows? Well, um, I've got one uh, that is not in our outline here, but I, it's a uh, when I first thought about this uh, topic, whenever we first started uh, talking about it, I was like, man, oh, I forgot about them. I forgot that that's how they got popular. Mm -hmm. But I know you're familiar with the rap rock group Hollywood Undead. Oh my God, I saw them live one time. They kicked the ass, dude. dude. All right, first yeah, question, yeah. they, yeah, they nailed it. Yes, absolutely. I saw them live at. Uh, Carolina Rebellion one time. Okay. Before Man, you get cool. started, before you get started with this, I gotta yeah. ask one question. How close of the how close were you to the band? Um you know, it was during the day when it wasn't as crowded in the pits. Mm -hmm. So we weren't too terribly far back. Um okay. Cause, I'd say we're about five hundred feet back. Okay, cause like, like okay, because I got a little nugget of good of great information for you. Okay. Yeah. So their drummer um, I don't know his name, though, but uh, their drummer has, yeah. if you look hard enough and, and, and clearly enough, uh, he might still do this, but he has a figurine of Skeletor sitting on the on the bass drum 
that you played on. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, because um, so cool. Yeah, because I was at headliners uh, at uh, Columbia, you know, um, and I went with my friend Joe and Elisa, and I'm like, hey, is that Skeletor or this drum kit? And they're like, oh yeah. Yeah, so uh, we uh, we we met the guy, uh, you know, after the show, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I always yeah. carry it around. I love Skeletor, I love you, man." And yeah, we just really, really bonded with him. So it was pretty cool. That's you cool. Know? Yeah, yeah, awesome, man. Yeah, I, I love him. I, I've been listening to Hollywood Undead since high school, and uh, you know, they're they're definitely not as good as what they once were because they've had some falling outs with <clears> um, <throat> the original lead singer that they had. Oh, okay. Um, but you know, they're, is that they've Charlie been scene? in and out of trouble. Yeah. Do what? It, it, is that Charlie scene? They're, uh, they're, no, it was, um, I'll come across it okay, okay. here in okay. a minute. Yeah. It'll come back to me. I can't remember off the top of my head, but, uh, yeah. So, um, all right. So the Hollywood undead, the band originated in, on, <laughs> uh, June 3rd coming up on their anniversary, I guess, I don't know. uh, yeah. 2005 <laughs> as the kids, from a song um, titled Hollywood, which was later released as The Kids, that Jarrell Decker, also known as J-Dog. Now, mind you, if you're not familiar with Hollywood Undead, they all wear masks. Not um, like Slipknot masks, just like regular yeah, so face they, masks. It's, it's like, right, yeah. So they're a little a little different. They do all wear masks, though, and they're a rock, a rock hip-hop group um, that they all have nicknames as well. So... Uh, so yeah, um, Jarrell Decker, also known as J Dog, um, Aaron Ehrlichman, known as Deuce, and Jeff Phillips, known as Shady Jeff, posted on the band's MySpace profile to some positive reviews. So this mm. goes all the way back to MySpace. Man, that's a long <laughs> um, time, long time, a long time. Man. Yeah. So that led to them uh, forming the group Hollywood Undead with their three friends: George, Johnny, Three Tears, formerly known as the Server. Jordan Charlie Seen Terrell, Dylan Funny Man Alvarez, and Matthew DeCurls Busek. In an interview with Shave Magazine, J-Dog explained that when forming the band, whoever was in the room at the time and played an instrument was automatically in the band. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, Phillips later on left the group due to uh, conflict with Ehrlichman. Um so that was that was Deuce. That was the lead singer. His name was Deuce. Okay. Now he went on to do a solo album, and it really wasn't that <laughs> bad. Um, but uh, he hates those guys, man. They all hate him. He hates the rest of them. Really? It, it did oh. not end well. Yeah, did mm-hmm. not end well. Wonder what happened. Um, yeah, I, I'm not really sure what all happened. But uh, the band um, only took one year working on their debut album, Swan Songs. The other two years were spent looking for a company that would that wouldn't try to censor the album. Also, if you know anything about Hollywood Undead, they're very vulgar. Um, very vulgar. And I think they have changed since then. Um, but, you know, they had no problem using, like, homophobic slurs and all kind of stuff that was just, like, makes you cringe. Mm. But, you know, they still had good songs minus those parts you know what i'm saying like yeah the, minus everything else right song, they would slip it in there and you're like oh god no yeah and you know they've talked over and over and over again they're like we don't have a problem with gay people at all but you know it was just that's this is just the way we talk over here you know it's like oh well, I don't, you I, guys should probably stop yeah i don't know about <laughs> that i know yeah but uh yeah so they first signed a record contract with myspace records myspace was like we're not going to censor you guys 
Right. Um, in 2005, before they left the label, after the label, tried to censor their first album. So at first, like, no, we're not going to do that. And then they're like, oh, just kidding. You can't say some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, they later signed a contract with A&M slash Octone Records, and their first album, Swan Songs, was released on September 2nd, 2008, and reached number 22 on the Billboard 200 in its first week, mm. selling 21,000 copies. So, man, that's a lot. That is really good for a band that got recognition on MySpace. Right. And at the time, MySpace was still brand new. I think it came out. MySpace was first uh, first debuted in like 03, but nobody really even knew what MySpace was until 2005. Yeah, because um, I think MySpace started out as a, like a college-only website, mm-hmm. and then... Uh... Yep. I got the owner, but he's like, oh, well, I just opened it to the rest of the... Tom. You know. Tom, Tom, how can I forget? Yeah, yeah Tom yeah. was everybody's first friend. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he has, like, all of them, you know, and I deleted him yeah. because I didn't know who it was. I'm like, who is this guy on my, on my timeline? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know this guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, go ahead, man. What you got for the next one? Charlie Puth. Woo! Uh, great singer. Um, yeah. As a student of Berkeley College of Music, Charlie Pugh had a pure talent that it would have taken to become a famous musician. The only issue was not everyone who graduates from the prestigious school becomes famous. Oh. Mm. Uh, just a oh. typical, co- <laughs> just a typical college kid with a big voice. His music on YouTube grabbed attention of a talk show host, Ellen DeGeneres. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yep. After being brought into her show on and performing, Ellen announced that she would bring Charlie and the girl he, that he had a cover with online on onto her record label. I didn't know she had a record label. She does. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Uh, he has become very successful as a musician. At least one of his songs will get in your head, you know, and, and be forever stuck there. So, yeah. Charlie Otto Pugh Jr. is a junior. Born December 2nd, 1991, as an American song, songwriter, singer, and record producer. His initial exposure came through the success of his, of his uh, YouTube video. Um, after initially singing, singing with 1111, with I guess that's the girl's name, after performing the, and, on the Ellen Jr. show, Peace became contribution to to songs and albums for other artists such as Cody Simpson, Levinson Taylor, and Skizzy Mars, as well as creating light solo material and covers of popular songs. With the primary in, intent on a solo career, Atlantic Records eventually sought out the artist and uh, released his debut single, Marvin Gaye. Featuring Megan Trainer in 2015. Coinciding with yeah. these, yeah, coinciding with a single that came from the future, "See You Again," which we will talk about that, mm-hmm. uh, which he co-wrote, co-produced, and performed with Whiskey for Forty Furious Seven soundtrack. After yeah. and Paul Walker, great song, amazing song. It picked that number one uh, on the uh, U.S. Billboard Hot 100 for 12 consecutive weeks. That's what, Man, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's what, four months? Five months? Yeah. Uh, after the success of See You Again, he gained worldwide recognition for multiple releases. 
including the his next single call in one call away. The single reached twelve. Uh, the single really reached number twelve on Billboard's Hot 100 and topped the charts in New Zealand, the Republic of Ireland, and the United Kingdom. Wow. Yeah. He's really, really uh, doing stuff around here. So he all he only released two albums though. Nine Tracked Mind, which is in 2016, and Voice Notes in 2018. And a notable song for that artist, Charlie Puth, is We Don't Talk Anymore, One Call Away, Attention, and How Long, and then, of course, the famous, the almighty song, See You yeah. Again, featuring from the Fast Furious 7 movie. Yeah, man. So um, good. And that was so sad, man, when Paul yeah. Walker died, and that was the song and the music video, and yeah. Wiz Khalifa. It was like, oh my God, I'm so depressed now. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but so it's sad that he died, too. I mean, the, the way how he died was, was tragic, you know? It was very, yeah. very yeah. Uh, not good, you know? So, yeah, really sad. Um, but the, but the, uh, the tribute song um, made his, made his, uh, um, Time here on Earth, um, very prominent, you know. Yeah, for sure. Everybody loves Paul Walker, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. No one had anything bad to say about Paul Walker. No, no, not a single person. Um, they did give him some crap for. Uh, oh man, what movie was that? I think it was the second Fast and Furious. Really? Um, he's like he's like walking out. He's like walking out. He's like the whitest guy ever. Right. Like walking out, talking with um Tyrese. Yeah. And. uh I think he calls him Cuh. Oh like, yeah, Cuz, yeah. but he's like Cuh. Yeah, yeah Cuz, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it uh, is pain. It's it, it's cringy. Yeah, and but, then he um, stopped that. But I guess he got way too much like yeah. for that. You know, it's like what? The <laughs> yeah, fuck? Yeah, okay. yeah. That sounds so weird. Yeah. Cool. Um, cool. Well, I've got one. Uh, I've got one that's pretty interesting here too. Uh, are you familiar with a little band called Journey? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. So, Ah, so everybody knows Journey, right? So they were well before the age of the internet. Um, huge success. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they, they parted ways with their singer. Um, and then a little, a, a little man from Phil, the Philippines popped up on YouTube. And they loved him so much, they offered him a spot as a full-time singer in Journey. <laughs> it is so crazy. Unbelievable, yeah. Yeah, his name is Arnell. Pineda, I believe is how you say his last name. Um, right. But, uh, you know, he, he had a lot of success in the Philippines in a cover band called the Zoo. Um, and they were they were really good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, videos of the Zoo performing cover songs by Journey, uh, Survivor, Aerosmith, Led Zeppelin, Air Supply, The Eagles, Kenny Loggins, Striper, and other popular acts from the 1970s, 80s, and 90s began appearing on YouTube in February of 2007. All right, that was February, right? On June 28th of 2007, Neil Sean of Journey contacted Noel Gomez, a longtime fan and friend of Pineda, uh, who had uploaded many of these videos to ask for Pineda's contact information. So that was in February. This is June. Journey recognizes that voice because he sounds just, just like... like yeah. um, Man, what is his name? Steve, what was the original singer? Steve Perry. Steve Perry, I think. Steve Perry. Yeah, right. he sounds just like him. Right. Um. So on June eighth, two thousand seven. Yeah. Oh, we already talked about that. Uh, so Sean 
sent an email to Pineda inviting him to audition for Journey. Pineda initially dismissed the email as a hoax. <laughs> oh, no. There's no way. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> after being persuaded by Gomez, he finally replied to Sean's email. Ten minutes later, Pineda received a phone call from Sean. On August 8th, uh, Pineda, along with his manager, Bert DeLeon, flew to Marin County, just north of San Francisco, for a week of auditioning. The starstruck Pineda was welcomed warmly, but he described the audition as nerve-wracking and tense. Mm. <laughs> and on December 5th, 2007, Pineda was announced as the new lead singer of Journey. All right, look at that timeline. February, he posted a video of them singing um, a Journey song. Right. He's contacted by, by Journey in, February, uh, in uh, June. By December, the man had a, had a full-time position singing lead vocals for Journey. <laughs> That's amazing. That is so crazy to me. All because of YouTube. Right. Pineda des- uh, debuted as the lead singer of Journey on February 21st, 2008, at the Vigna Del Mar International Song Festival held at the Quinta Vergara Amphitheater in Vina Del Mar in Chile. Um, Chilean, 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 yes. Chilean media acclaimed Pineda's performance. Um, they said the vocal, the new vocalist fits very well with the band. His vocal aptitudes shining through, which are very similar to the legendary musician of the band, Steve Perry. So Journey keyboardist slash guitarist Jonathan Kane described Pineda's performance in a radio interview. He said, we went to, Ch- uh, to Chile, which I have been told is to pronounce the right way to pronounce that, because I said Chile, mm-hmm. and I've had several people correct me, like, don't say it like that, it's Chile. So right. I'm going to say that. Okay. We went to Chile just recently where we had never played there and they went crazy. They absolutely went nuts. And it was Arnell's first show. Talk about a stressful thing. Yeah. We had a televised <laughs> concert for 25 million people. Is this guy the winner? Yeah, he's a winner. He's a clutch player. That is crazy, man. Yeah. That is so crazy. A year later, he's he's after in all, the band. After all debuting. After just after one YouTube YouTube video, man. One and he, you know, he worked his butt off in a in a cover band for years before that. I mean, he got started in the eighties, right? Singing for the, for a cover band, so it took a a while. It really wasn't an overnight success, but oh yeah, no, um, no, yeah. He's a very talented guy, and I saw a documentary about that on YouTube, and I can't remember what the name of the documentary is, but um, you know, they talked about how whenever they first met him, he could barely, barely, barely speak English. Mm. So there was a huge language barrier, but he knew the songs, you know, right. in English. So, yeah. but, um, yes, it's wild. Um, so, so I just want to go over your songs of the, the, about journey. Cause journey has a vast, um, collection of greatest hits. And I'm looking at For one sure. of your greatest hits album. And, uh, uh, Faithfully, it's a great song. Don't stop believing. I believe that I hear the most out of "Don't Stop Believing" than any other song ever on, on yeah. earth because that had such a great, you know. And everybody loves that song too. But yeah, uh, yeah. Um, the one that I really, really love is "Open Arms." And yeah, oh man, that's a good one. Um, I think I told you about the 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 the, um, the movie called Heavy Metal. Yeah, remember the cartoon movie. I thought right. on it, so yeah. So that's yeah, yeah. so good. They got a, they got a really really gifted um, singer for that band. Yeah. And we talked about bands that got um, back, well, bands who had had singers that sounds just like the original singer. So it, yeah. it, it works out. So okay, so the next one is Ed Sheeran. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, great singer, everybody knows him. I love yeah, it. Yeah, he's the he's the redhead everybody loves. So, the ginger. He's yeah. Ron from Harry Potter. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, okay. So let me. Well, I, after I explain this, I'm gonna I'm gonna um talk to you about that too. Yeah. The the ginger <laughs> the ginger hair heartthrob seemingly appeared out of nowhere, which is true because yeah. You know, uh, but but it was online when he first got his start. From singing in the bathroom to have someone record his out record his outside with his guitar in hand. Um, it didn't take long for the ladies to fall in love with Sharon's soft voice and thoughtful lyrics. Yeah. His main goal while uploading and writing his music uh, was to be as relatable to people as he could. In addition, yeah. he wants be a success, as success as Taylor Swift. Uh, while his <laughs> guitar is still small and his career is not, he became one of the yeah. biggest and, and uh, one of the biggest musicians to become famous through YouTube. So, yeah. more about Ed Sheeran is uh, he, he was born in February 17th, 1991 as an English singer, songwriter, recording producer, and actor. And early 2011, Sharon independently released the extended play, Number 5 Collaborations Project. After singing with Asylum Records, his debut, Plus, was released in September 2011 and topped the UK album charts. Okay. It contained his first hit single, The A-Team, in 2012. In, in in 2012, Sharon won the Brit, Brit Awards for Best British Male Solo Artist and British Pursuit Act. Mm-hmm. So to this day, he has four records, or albums, records, whatever we want to say. Yeah. Uh, and they're all um, math symbols, except for one. Okay. Yeah. So you have the Plus album, which came out in 2011, that's his first one. He has a Multiply record in 2014. Yeah. And then the Division, which came out in 2017. And, yeah. And uh, his last album called Number 6, which is his, his fourth record. Um, yeah. Number 6 Collaboration Project, which comes out in 2019. Could have fooled me. I thought right. for sure it was going to be like the pie. The, the, the subtract, you know, or something, you know? Or subtract. Because you have all the basic ones and that, yeah. Yeah, yeah pie, pie would go, you know, for more <laughs> beautifully with his uh, uh, math right. symbols. So Math is hard. It's, man, it's tough, you know? <laughs> so, uh, the, the most notable songs that I can think of right now is Shape of You, which was a big yep. hit. Perfect. And thinking out loud. Um, yeah, perfect was in our. Um, we used perfect in our wedding. Did you? Um, that's a good. That's a good song, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think we. I think perfect. I know perfect was on there. We created a playlist for everyone and created CDs for right. everyone that attended the wedding to give out as like part of the wedding gift or whatever. Right. And um, made like a playlist of songs that just kind of shuffled uh, throughout the wedding and. And for the reception, and I know that Perfect was on there, and I'm pretty sure that Thinking Out Loud was on there too. That's a great one. Right. Okay. Um, so, um, for those of you who um uh have access to Facebook, uh, you can um go to our Facebook page. I think it's mm-hmm. WWF MS Podcast Pod or Podcast. I don't know. Um, you have the actual um thing right there. Yeah. But um, 
I posted a video of a guy in some um, Asian country singing a perfect. So yeah. I would want to play. I'm going to play a here's the here's the here's here's the audio from that from that video. Uh, it's about two minutes, so just relax and enjoy the music. Yeah. Oh, lion, and in your eyes, your hold in mine. So everything in that in that audio clip you heard from the actual video, uh, there was two guys. Um, one is a cop, and one was his buddy uh, singing the song. Yeah. And I think he was blind because he he you, you know you can tell that uh, he was um, blind. But it's yeah. but it's it's so um, amazing that you you have people all around the world that just looks to music to uh, take your mind off. Bad times, and and he looked he he looked as though he was in bad bad part of town, and you know for somebody just to sing like that, it's it's truly amazing, you know. So yeah, for sure, that was really good. Yeah. Um, I've uh, I, I really like Ed Sheeran, and you know we talked about Ron Ron Weasley from um, uh, from uh, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah. Um. So. Ed Sheeran has a song and gosh, I, I hate this happens whenever we go to record, but he has a song and it's something about a Lego house. Yes. Maybe that's the name of it. It's called um, Lego house. It's called Lego house. Yeah. <laughs> so that music video actually has 
the actor that plays Ron Weasley, Rupert, um, can't remember his last yeah, name, but yeah. uh, performing as Ed Sheeran because people just say all the time that they look like each other. So and I swear, um, I swear to Christ above, you know, <laughs> I thought that was Ed Sheeran for real. I thought he yeah. was the. I, I thought he was like the the guy Ron Weasley. Yeah, you know, cause, it's so I mean, funny. I mean, because. Cause I didn't know who Adrian was. I never saw his face before yeah. in the video. I don't think anybody did, right? No, no, that was still when he was coming out. I think eighteen. Yeah, was still big. So, yeah, Lego so. House came out shortly after that, and um, the music video is just—it's just the guy that plays Ron Weasley <laughs> pretending to be Adrian. Yeah, that's it's so, so great. Yeah, that's so great. Yeah. Um. All right. So I've got uh, I've got another one here, and this is a guy by the name of Luke Holland. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with him or not. He's a drummer. Um, he has joined the just the long list of YouTube musicians that have gotten big and have gotten noticed and gotten added to bands because of their um, playing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Luke Holland's great, man. He's a great drummer. Um, at the age of 15, after playing for a local band called Oceans Will Part, Holland took a self-promotional... Uh, took to excuse me holland took to self-promotion online making a youtube account in july of 2009 under the name luke holland drums where he started to post drum covers and remixes after some time he started to gain more views from his videos and more subscribers at the age of 16 holland got a chance to stand in as a drummer for texas Live. now i listen to a podcast called holy ghost and it's the drummer for august burns red and his friend Tim. Tim is more of a um, worship drummer slash studio drummer. And they do a podcast all about drums. And they talk about God. And they had the drummer for Texas in July um, on there. And they talked about <coughs> Luke Holland's success and how he filled in for Texas in July one time. Whenever the drummer couldn't make it to a show, they had to fly him across the country to make it. And, and and like only had one day to rehearse with him before the concert. And um, it's the craziest story. And um, all because of YouTube. It's just they, they found the guy on YouTube and they were like, oh, he's perfect. Right. He like re he recorded a, a Texas in July cover and they were like, bring him out. Right. Um, so around the same time, his YouTube page was noticed by Josh Chomick, who is a fellow YouTuber known for his comedy music. His popularity increased immensely going from a thousand subscribers to over 9,000 subscribers in just a few days. Mm -hmm. um, from 2009 to 2016, Holland's YouTube channel has grossed over 34,000-plus subscribers and over 55 million views. Um, apart from YouTube, Holland is known for being the past member of um, metalcore, metalcore band The World, the Word Alive. Excuse me. Um, he played in the band from early 2012 to late 2016, leaving to pursue more activity on his YouTube channel, um, session work and giving drum lessons and then occasionally touring. Um, he was voted in 2013, uh, as drummer of the year by alternative press and, um, second runner up for modern drummers up and coming. So, uh, in 2014, Holland, along with Issues vocalist Tyler Carter, contributed to a cover of Paramore's hit song, Ain't It Fun, for the fearless compilation, Punk Moose Pop, Volume 6. Such a good song, um, too. Such a good song, absolutely. 
But uh, yeah, he's he's really made a name for himself just from YouTube, man. He's just been joining bands and sitting in as as drummer. He sat in for Hollywood Undead one time. Mm. Um, so, so pretty, so, pretty uh, great. so essentially, he's like a hired gun. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> for, um, for people who don't understand what a hired gun is, it's uh, it's uh, in, uh, it's individual people who get hired to play in certain songs, certain yep. um, bands at, and, and they're not um, permanent members. They're just hired to play that one song, yeah. that one album. So that's what hired gun is. Right. Uh, you just said that he was in the band The Word Alive. Yeah, the word alive. That's yep. a fantastic band. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I miss that band. Yeah. I almost saw them at Warp Tour, but I sacrificed seeing them to go see Attack Attack. I think is who I, who I sacrificed. You know, you had to do that at Warp Tour. Yeah, you couldn't go see yeah. everybody, so you had to like, so, pick and choose. <laughs> was it was it good or did you regret that that oh, idea? Dude, Attack Attack was amazing. Okay, good, uh, good, <laughs> good. Because I was like, oh no, yeah, I've never been in. Yeah, so, yeah, good. So. Iron guns, good good people, you know. Yeah, for so, sure. So the next one we would like to talk about is called it's uh his name is The Weekend. Yeah. Uh, all of you have heard of it. I can't fill my face with you kind of deal, you know. So um so here we go. Uh this is one of the more interesting cases of musicians who became famous through YouTube. Once again, YouTube man keeps killing it with all these Coming great through. artists, yeah. yeah. Uh, due to a unique uploading style which The Weeknd chose to proceed with. Between a strange name account of XOXOXOXO, you know, and a mixed, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a misspelled name, uh, no one was too sure who The Weeknd was. Part of this was because the videos of his music did not feature his face. Right. Same thing with Ed Sheeran, you know. Yeah. Uh, just someone, just someone entering in photos and his music uh, played in the background. Maybe it was because he wanted to hide the insane hairstyles of his. But YouTube is one of the reasons why the weekend is at the top of his career. Canadian singer and songwriter Abel Tesfaye, known professionally as The Weeknd, has released four studio albums, three mixtapes, one EP and two compilation albums trilogy to and released in 2012, which is a compilation of all three of his mixtapes House of Balloons, Thursday, and Echoes of Silence. And The Weekend in Japan and came out in 2018. Uh, where am I? A a singles collection, which is which was released exclusively in Japan. He's released the studio album called Kiss Land, 2013, Beauty Behind the Madness in 2015, Starboy, excellent record, came out in 2016, yeah. and After Hours released this year in 2020. As well as EP Dear My Dear Melancholy in 2018. He's released 43 singles. Including sixteen as featured artists. Oof. So, uh, two, crazy. The two songs that I want to talk to you all about right now is uh, "I Can't Feel My Face with You," and yeah. I think that was um, on the BD Behind the Madness, which released in August 2015. Yeah, sounds about right. That was about the time I remember hearing. And I think that, and I think that was his 
uh, Explosion album. Um, yeah, for sure. Because if you have the album uh, Lip Synced by Tom Cruise on, I think, Ellen DeGeneres or Jimmy Kim or someone one of them, you're doing quite good for yourself. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, because Tom Cruise, come on now, he's like one of the biggest yeah. actors of all time. Like yeah. it's uh, lip syncing to your song. So, yeah. Um, and I really love Star Wars because um, of, of one song called I Feel It Coming. Uh, he did that with, um, help me out here, uh, who are the two dressed like the robot? Oh, um, Daft Punk. Daft Punk, thank you. Yeah. Um, he did, that song is just one of my favorites of all time. So. Yeah. I have the Starboy's comic book. <laughs> have you ever seen that? No, I have not. So The weekend actually partnered up with Marvel and put out a Starboy comic book. And I got that from my buddy Dalton, who uh, he's a big comic book lover. And um, he you know, sold me some comic books, and, um, and that was in the, the collection. Oh, nice. So yeah. maybe you can send it to me and I and we can post it on our on our Instagram page. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, just, uh I think that I feel the coming is a sexual song, right? Or something like that. I think so. But, yeah. But it's still so. a great, great song, you know. Oh, it's great. So yeah, and and the uh collaboration with Daft Punk really, really works out super For sure. dope, you know. So yeah. Um, yeah. The weekend. The weekend. The weekend. I'll take this oh, last one here. And he spells it W W E. K N E D. Nope. I'm, I'm sorry, I messed that one up. W E E K N D. So there's no right. there's yeah. no E N N. Just weekend. No E. Yeah, it's a little it's a little different. It's a little different. But that but yeah. hey man, you gotta stand out sometime, you know. So I mean props up, right. props on him, you know. So, That's right. Yeah. Well I'll um I'll take this last one here. Okay. Um before we close out. Uh about a, a very unknown you know, really low key. Not a lot of people heard of this guy, but we felt the need to in- include him anyway, so he doesn't feel excluded. Uh, I don't know, guy named Justin Bieber. Is that mm, right? I think it's I think it's Bieber. 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 That, yeah. Probably is. It's probably a typo. <laughs> I've well, heard. Of course, so- everybody knows Justin Bieber. I, dude, um, I have heard so many different variations of the last name of that name. I have too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the most uh, known YouTube successes stories known to date, or excuse me, one of the most YouTube successes. Oh my lord! I gotta I'm get talking this so hard. <laughs> one of the most known YouTube success stories known to date, Justin Bieber, was an instant hint from the day that he was found. Starting at a very young age, Justin would post his videos of him singing at, at talent shows and throughout his home, um, covering artists such as Chris Brown, Justin Timberlake, Neo, and more. In his case. He was discovered by hip-hop and R&B superstar Usher. Usher, Usher took him wow. under his wing and taught him everything that he knew from singing to dancing and everything in between. Now he has become an absolute force to be reckoned with in the music industry. Justin Bieber can thank Usher and the internet for being one of the musicians who became famous through YouTube. Mm-hmm. Justin Drew Bieber was born on March 1st, 1994, and is a Canadian singer, songwriter, and actor. Discovered at age 13 by talent manager Scooter Braun after he watched YouTube videos of, of his cover songs, Bieber was signed to RBMG Records in 2008. With Bieber's debut EP, My World, released in late 2009, Bieber became the first artist to have seven songs 
from a debut record chart on the Billboard Hot 100. Mm. Bieber released his debut album, My World 2.0, in 2010, containing the hit single Baby. That Everybody knows that one. Um, the album debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200, making Bieber the youngest solo male act to top the chart. The to top the chart in 47 years mm. following his debut album and promotional tours. Uh, he released his 3d biopic concert, um, Justin Bieber, never say never, which was a huge box office success in the years after the release of the under the mistletoe and which is a Christmas album. And I believe both of them or, and believe, uh, in 2012 Bieber had established himself as a teen idol and among the leading figures of the Canadian invasion but faced several controversies, including including his run-ins with the law, um, with the law internationally before his arrest in 2014. Mm. So he did run into a little bit of trouble there. But you know, I I will say this about Justin Bieber: I do think that a lot of people gave him crap whenever he first came out, and, and rightfully so. I understand it. He was kind of it was the teen heartthrob thing, and he was easy to make fun of. But I'll tell you this. Justin Bieber has complete. He has he has impressed me so much. Completely changed. Years. Yeah. He's a very very good artist. Like he's right. he's a, he's a, he is a great singer. Yeah. Um, he's great at songwriting too. He does write a lot of his own songs. Okay, um, nice. And that's but, uh, his albums in, and and that's something you don't see when you hear a lot of pop music. You know, you right. got other, yeah, you just don't writers. hear that a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's released uh, five albums to date. Uh, My World Two Point under the mistletoe, believe, purpose, uh, which is a great one. Purpose is a, it has a lot of really good songs on it, mm. and um, changes in 2020. Uh, some of his most notable songs include "Baby," uh, "Everyone Knows Boyfriend," "Sorry" is a great one. That one was off purpose. Um, "What Do You Mean?" I think that one was off purpose too. And "Yummy." Um, yeah, I like I like the beats, man. And you know, he's uh, we did an episode on not religious on uh, Hillsong Church right. and um, California, and uh, that is the church that he is associated with. Oh, nice. So he's in really good with a lot of the guys over there at Hillsong. So he's kind of like become this like wave of like Christian celebrities that are starting to they're more vocal about their faith and stuff. And, right. um, he's right up there with like Chris Pratt, um, and a few other ones, you know? Um, okay. so it's pretty, pretty cool. I, I like the beads. Yeah. He's a, he's a good artist. Um, I hear yeah. a little fun fact that I don't think you know about. Well, maybe you do. I don't know. Um, but he has in, in Instagram with like, what, like 48,000 million subscribers or something. I'm not he's sure. He's got, yeah. Right. Millions of upon but, millions. Remember when you first came out, he had that uh, he had that haircut the fall, that falls uh, and the, on his face. The and swoop. So, the swoop. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I that. okay, so I don't know between which albums he did this, but he 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 cut his hair, you know, to make it look better because everybody needs a nice haircut. They want to yeah. improve, but um, you know, because um, they artist needs a needs a change um, between the years, you know. So he cut his hair and eighty. Thousand of his followers on Instagram, I say nope, we're done. We can't handle that. You know, <laughs> so stupid. Yep, go back to the swoop man. So That's I thought dumb. that I thought that was kind of weird and funny at the same time. You know, because yeah, I don't know uh, what is it about the swoop that really gets girls, and I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, so I kind of had I never had the swoop quite the same. I right. kind of had long hair, and you know, one time I was uh. 
my old church, we had a, a VBS one year. Yeah. And um, they were they were trying to the guy that was the children's pastor at the time wanted to Justin Bieber was huge. I think the the movie had just come out. Oh yeah. Um, it was like so it was like 2011 something like that. So Bieber is huge, right? And um, he wanted to do this like fake concert with a Justin Bieber knockoff. So he created a character called Bustin' Jeeber, and <laughs> I got to play him. Oh, so wow. I okay. like, tried to do my hair the same way. I went to Rue 21 and got these like ugly as sin black high-top shoes and mm-hmm. like a purple hoodie. Right. And uh, like wore, wore the hood up, and I just I tried to imitate him as best as I could. <laughs> Please tell me you got <laughs> and, pictures. Uh, uh, somewhere, man, I'll have to find, find, them, find them. Instagram them. I've got my <laughs> Jeeber, yeah, uh, alter ego. You got to Instagram it. Got to, got to gram it. Well, cool. I think that's all we got, right? Yes, sir. That's it. That's the show. Our episode fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're doing pretty well. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to When Words Fail, Music Speaks. Um, you can find us on all of our social media. We're on the Instagram. Uh, at When Words Fail, Music Speaks Pod. We're on Facebook at WWFMS Podcast. You can also send us an email, When Words Fail Podcast at gmail.com. Send us suggestions for the show, send us some feedback, um, ideas. If you want to be interviewed, we'd love to have you on um, and uh, reach out. We love to talk to you. Um, you can follow me. My name is Blake Mosley. You can find me on Instagram. It's Blake underscore Mosley. And on Twitter, Blake, uh, excuse me, at Blake Brosley. See, Brosley is all, and that's taking taking effect, man. (laughs) Uh, It's taking effect. I don't know why your not religious podcast co-host wanted to do the same thing, but, you know, I mean, (laughs) uh, it's whatever. (laughs) Well, how about you? Where can the people find you, sir? Yes, sir. Okay, so you can find me, uh, James Cox, on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash jamesandrewcox1 and also on Instagram at instagram.com at well slash jamesandrewcox01 so oh and, and I got a uh, YouTube channel um, that doesn't have anything to do with this not with this um uh, when words uh, fail um you can find me there at youtube.com at slash jamesandrewcox01 but yeah but I will tell you this. We do, as of right now, we do have a website. Um, cool. It's uh, whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much done right now. All I need to do is just get some information from uh, Brosley to update yeah. one little page. And then, um, as of right now, you can go to right now and just take a look around. All of our podcasts are up there. So if you can't get to... Um, your favorite uh, phone app you can certainly um, listen to on the computer uh, so yeah cool sweet deal yeah. alright man well thank um, you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you next time alrighty until then bye you've been listening to the when words fail music speaks podcast stay tuned for more and thank you for listening